Hi, this is Dr. Julie. Welcome to my CBT podcast. I'm a doctor of psychology and a licensed clinical social worker specializing in cognitive behavioral therapy. I'm here to help you bring the power of CBT into your own life. So thanks for being with me. I'm going to start off with a review I got on Apple Podcasts. That's a place you guys can share your thoughts and um, ways that the podcast has helped you for others to listen and get the word out. So I always appreciate this. That. So this review is from Tammy Highland, who's a uh, colleague and a friend of mine. So she says, indispensable tool. As a fellow therapist, I am thrilled to express my immense appreciation for the invaluable resource that Dr. Julie Osborne's My CBT Podcast has proven to be. Not only has it been an enlightening platform for personal growth and professional development, but it also become an indispensable tool in my therapeutic practice. Dr. Osborne's podcast episodes are meticulously crafted, offering a comprehensive dive into the realm of cognitive behavioral therapy. Each episode is a treasure trove of insights, strategies, and real-world examples that transcend theoretical concepts. Listening to her articulate explanations and reliable scenarios feels like engaging in a thoughtful conversation with the mentor. I must emphasize how invaluable her resource has been for my referrals. Recommending specific episodes to clients has not only deepened their comprehension of their therapeutic journey, but it's also accelerated their progress. The clarity with which Dr. Osborne presents complex concepts has contributed significantly to my client's ability to internalize and implement strategies in their daily lives. In the field that thrives on continuous learning, Dr. Osborne's podcast stands as a beacon of excellence. Five stars are simply not enough to reflect the profound impact this resource had on my professional journey. Hats off to Dr. Osborne for her dedication to advancing the field and empowering therapists worldwide. Ooh, that was a good one. Thanks, Tammy. I appreciate it. And I have heard from a lot of professionals that have found it really helpful and using it with their clients as well. So that makes me happy. And again, it's about getting the word out and teaching the tools and helping all of us live happier, better lives. So today, I'm going to talk about cognitive behavioral therapy and betrayal. I picked this because I just went through something um, in my professional life um, where betrayal happened based on somebody that um, I followed um, through a Facebook trend and some conferences I went to and Um, It's a really interesting story because I was shocked. I'm sure most of you that have been betrayed are usually shocked, right? Whether it's professionally uh, or personally, through a relationship or friendship, family members, right? So, um, you know, betrayal is tough because it comes when, uh, not when, but usually, you know, when we don't expect it, right? Where it's kind of shocking. Somebody you think that you trust, you don't have to even worry about trusting that person. There's been some consistency things look good, and you haven't heard around from other people that there's an issue, which was my experience. So uh, to find out, I've known this person since like 2019, and I wasn't heavily, you know, like seriously, you know, close with this particular person. But again, it was somebody in my community that I followed. And it turns out that other people that were effectively directed um, in many ways by this person um, didn't share until recently because he was so popular and so loved by so many that they didn't think they'd get the support that they needed in the, their, our community because so many people saw him differently. 
Luckily, one person started to share, and that really opened the door for other people to start sharing their stories and seeing they have more in common than they like to have in common. And it's been good for the rest of us to know that we need to end that relationship and put distance and create a new community for us um, as therapists to support each other um, and just be honest what's going on. So it's been really hard and it's been shocking, um, but I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about because a lot of people feel betrayed on many different levels for many different people in their lives in many different ways. So um, sometimes you you know really feel comfortable in a relationship or even at a work environment, you think, oh, everything's okay. And then the rug kind of gets pulled out from under you. And there is that feeling of betrayal. I'm like, wow. I thought this is a environment or a person I could trust and I couldn't. And then people start to blame themselves or say, why didn't I see this? Or why was I so naive? But it's not about blaming yourself because there's a lot of people that are really good on making us believe that they do have our backs or they're authentic or they're really there for us. And we really don't know what's going on in other people's lives. So it's not about blaming yourself, right? I'm sure there's situations you can go back and say, oh, I saw this happening, but I you know, gave them the benefit of the doubt. I can tell you, at least in my community as a therapist, I think even more so we give people the benefit of the doubt because we're therapists, right? So we're like, oh, he's going through this. Oh, this just happened. This just happened. Yeah, I understand. You know, I understand. And then there has to come a point where we're like, okay, they keep bringing up these excuses and things aren't changing. So now I start to need to look at the bigger picture. And this is when I need to start to reach out and ask other people, have you gone through the same thing? Because most likely it doesn't happen just like a one-on-one relationship. Other people have had these experiences. You know, I even tell clients that are getting out into the dating world, you know, I say if you meet somebody and they've had past relationships or they're divorced, you know, ask them why. Why did you get divorced? And a lot of people are like, oh, should I ask? isn't that too soon to ask? And I'm like, well, no, right? It shouldn't be a secret. And you want to know what was the circumstances of somebody you want to get involved with. So, you know, ask questions if you're meeting new people and don't worry that you're not going to offend anybody. Like you have the right to know who you're getting into a relationship with, into a business with. You want to, you know, if it if it works, you know, to talk to other people like, hey, have you worked at this, in, you know, environment at this workplace? I know that there's websites you can look up and see other people's experiences. So, you know, do your homework and listen to your gut. If you're having a feeling of like, you know, I just want more information or I'm not getting a really good feel from this person, you know, it's not that I don't want you to trust others or go into the world on a defensive mode all the time, but I do want you to listen to yourself and your own intuition. How your CBT can help you with betrayal is it really starts off as always is by us, you know, recognizing any negative thought patterns that are maybe related to being portrayed. Like if it's happened to me in the past, am I carrying that into my future relationship so it's getting in the way, right? Or do I need to listen to myself? So, you know, this is a lot of shades of gray, right? It's not black and white, right? And the feelings that may come that are creating, um, the feelings that, I'm sorry, that are be created by your thoughts, you know, or if you're feeling distrust, self-blame, as I was mentioning a minute ago, or catastrophic thoughts about the future as well, right? Like I'm never going to find someone I can trust or everybody's distrustful or, you know, um, you know, I can never really um, share how I really feel in this particular situation. So just being mindful of like, okay, if I've had betrayal in the past, 
Have I worked through and healed that? Because if not, I'm going to take that into the rest of my life. And that's not going to be beneficial. Because I think most people in our lives are not going to betray us. But when one person does, it can have a huge effect, right? Even if it happened just that one time. So once you can identify that, yeah, I have been betrayed and it's still affecting me negatively about how I interact with others or or maybe risk-taking, you know, or opportunities that I don't want to take. Um, we want to identify those thoughts. So, for example, if someone believes, you know, I can't trust anyone anymore, you know, you want to look at the evidence that doesn't necessarily support that, right, by looking at all the people you have added in your life or good jobs you have had or good bosses you've had or healthy relationships. But even if they didn't work out, it was, you know, for mutual reasons maybe or, you know, people move on in their lives, you know, all the situations that may come up. But it really can turn into this core belief when you're betrayed, right? The core belief that I just mentioned was that I can't trust anyone anymore. That's pretty absolute. And that's going to put you in a really tough spot. That's going to affect you being able to have help, happy and healthy relationships going forward. So you also want to explore your emotional responses, right? So with CBT, you know, I want you to explore and acknowledge all your emotions surrounding being betrayed and, you know, being with a therapist or a good friend, you know, being in a place where you feel safe and supported, you know, allowing you to just share your feelings without being judged. And luckily I have that with this community I'm talking about, the rest of us have moved into like a new group and we're talking about what's going on and, and, and healing and supporting each other. And nobody's blaming each other for what happened because all of us were really all of us were betrayed by this one person um, and really blindsided. So I think we're all kind of processing it. But to know that I have a supportive environment where I can talk about this and share my feelings uh, is very safe and and healing for me. It makes me feel really comfortable and really grateful that everybody is there for each other. We always want to have good coping strategies, right? to deal with the aftermath of betrayal. So, you know, this might be practicing some relaxation exercises, some mindfulness, you know, doing some activities you enjoy, connecting with people you do feel safe with and be able to, you know, feel relaxed and not have that guard up. And you always want to have, you know, realistic expectations when you're going through your healing process after this has happened. So, um, again, you want to, you know, rebuild trusting relationships. If you're not having good boundaries, you want to start having healthy boundaries and start setting them in your relationships um, and being more clear about maybe what do I want going forward. You know, a, a really common betrayal, of course, is when people get cheated on in relationships. That is very profound. I've met people that have been cheated on, you know, decades ago, and it still haunts them today. They still question the person they're with, even when there's no reason to. You know, it's always like it could happen. It could happen because it happened to me. You know, when we experience betrayal, right, it really makes it real. It's not like, oh, I'm worried about this happening. It actually did happen. So you don't want to you don't want to let it take everything over so that you're always looking for it. Right. Again, you want to be mindful. And there's some red flags. You want to ask questions. I'm kind of uncomfortable. I wasn't really sure where you went or you're kind of, you know, dismiss my questions like that's you know good healthy open communication 
right? Sharing with the new person you're going out with at some point that this happened to me. Sometimes I can be a little sensitive. I'm working on that, but I hope you can, you can be sensitive, <laughs> that I can be sensitive sometimes and, and we can at least talk it through, right? But that I, I can own it. I'm not going to project this onto you, but sometimes I just need to share that maybe, you know, it triggered something from my past when I was betrayed. So having good boundaries, but also really having good communication skills with other people, in your life, especially in intimate relationships, can really help you heal from the past and putting things in perspective of, you know, this, you know, person cheated on me, I felt betrayed, but this is somebody new in my life and I don't want to put my old baggage on this relationship. And then it's never going to give me the opportunity to have a healthy relationship, right? If I'm going through the world, not trusting the world, others in any situation, I'm never going to be fully vulnerable and fully myself, which is is not going to allow me to be the happiest that I can be. A lot of times with CBT, right, we do um, behavioral experiments I talk about, right, actually going out. It's like we can change our how thoughts and have more balanced thoughts, but then we actually have to go practice, right? So implementing some behavioral changes to create more of that emotional healing. Um, again, that could be just being more assertive with people. Again, just being more communicative with people and being honest about how you're feeling. Um, you know, if there's certain situations where uh, you need to forgive the person, not that they need to know about it, but for yourself so you can move on, that can be really healing also. And you need to build some emotional resiliency, you know, um, we're always going to have difficult situations in our lives and we're always going to have man, uh, stress that we need to manage, but we need to have some resilience that this was painful. I'm going to allow myself to grieve and hurt, but I'm also going to reach out and share and get the support I need and have the resiliency that this happened to me, but I'm not going to let this bring me down and control the rest of my life, right? Because I deserve more than that. I'm not going to let this one person take away my ability to trust other people in my life and to be able to be close. And things happen, you know? Bad things happen to good people. That's just the way it is. It's not about being fair or shoulda, woulda, couldas, right? It's just things are going to happen. Can I be resilient and still go forward with my life and just be more mindful? That's what, they re that's what resiliency is all about. It's such an important tool for all of us to have. Also, you want to, you know, kind of do an inventory regarding your own self-esteem, your self-worth. When we're betrayed, you know, it can significantly impact our own self-esteem and self-worth. You know, that's where we want to really challenge and reframe our negative self-perceptions and having more of that self-image. So that goes back to, you know, if you're doing any self-blame, right, that I don't have any, you know, I'm not blaming myself for being betrayed by this person. This is all on him. You know, there was no re reason, no way for me to see it coming. I'm just grateful other people shared so I know better going forward. But it's something that happened. I feel sad and I'm just going to make different choices going forward. And I still feel like I can trust most of my community. And I see this person as just an individual and see that this is these are choices he made and that it's not about everybody else. And I don't have to feel bad about myself because somebody chose to betray this community that I'm in. So again, it, it still is a form of loss, though. So I'm not saying not to give yourself that time to feel, because I want you to do that also. But understanding that, you know, any loss is connected with grief, right? I thought this, I thought that, I had these opportunities, I was looking forward to doing this with this group, and now I don't have that. 
Where am I going to recreate that for myself? Or how am I going to find a new partner? Or how am I going to find a new friend? Maybe a best friend betrayed you and you're having to move on from that. So allowing yourself to go through that grief and loss, but getting to a point where it's time to me to move on and understanding that there's a lot of people out there in the world that I can trust. And as, of course, as always, self-care, 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 whatever that includes, regarding physical, emotional, spiritual, your mental well-being. What do I need to do for myself right now to feel okay based on everything that I'm going through? You know, the process of healing from betrayal is really an individual process, although you want to have the support in your life, right? And using your CBT tools, as well as, you know, the self-care, going through grief and loss, you know, and finding those specific needs you need for yourself as an individual can really help you get through that. Um, If you're feeling stuck, you know, seek out some professional help if you don't already have a therapist to find a therapist and kind of get you unstuck and to be able to work through it right but but the most important place to start i would say is just acknowledging like i do feel betrayed i do feel really hurt and i need to give myself time to grieve this loss and that i didn't necessarily cause this and maybe now that my eyes are open i can look back and say oh that was a red flag that was a red flag but I didn't think it was that big of an issue. Maybe next time I'll look at it differently, right? Talk to other people's, talk to other people and share how you're feeling, get that support. And then really using your thought records to identify, you know, what are my hot thoughts? Like, am I, am I now thinking I can't trust anybody or I'm never going to trust anybody again, right? Or I'm never going to share, I'm never going to go find a new community, um, you know, that was important to me or I'm never going to, you know, I don't need, you know, to have relationships. I'm just going to stick with friends now or, you know, whatever, what are your hot thoughts? We got, you know, 80, 90,000 thoughts a day. So we know we all have hot thoughts going on and betrayal can be really deep and really hurtful. So give yourself time to process that, figure out what are your thoughts, writing them down and then really start challenging them. Right. And then the behavioral experiments about creating new relationships and saying, oh, this feels good. You know, I am going to listen to my gut more or I'm going to see these are some signs when someone really isn't being honest with me that I'm going to pick up a lot easier. Right. And that makes me feel a little more secure. I'm going in with more open eyes, I guess I would say. Right. And know that, you know, from time to time, these feelings might come up again or you might see something that reminds you of that past relationship right? That you'd be like, yeah, that does. I still feel kind of sad about that, but I have these other people in my life I can trust now and that I'm going to be okay. You, It might be yourself. It might be other people you know in your life that betrayal has just derailed their entire lives, which is really sad, especially when it comes from, you know, I think uh, relationships, say, with parents, you know, people that you hope that you don't have to even think about trusting or not, right? And then a lot of times that core belief is that, you know, I'm not going to trust others. If I can't trust my own mom and dad, right, or say even sister or brother or whoever might be in your life, if I can't trust them, then I can't trust anybody. That's your hot thought, right? Because those relationships we put like kind of maybe on a pedestal, right? Or it's normal to think like, 
I shouldn't have to worry about trusting these people in my life. And then things happen and you can't trust them. That's really hard because those are those relationships you hold, you know, dear and you hope that you don't have to even think about it. That's what's so wonderful about good relationships is I don't have to even think about that person betraying me so I can be myself and I can be vulnerable and I can share. So if you're struggling in your life today with relationships or maybe even with work, right, you want to really take some time and say, you know, where is this coming from? You know, was it from that betrayal I did feel years ago or even recently that I'm allowing to still get in the way of my current life? And don't I deserve better? I deserve to be happy and healthy and carefree and to have relationships that I can trust. You don't have to have 10,000 relationships with people you trust. You can have a very small circle of real intimate relationships. Yeah, these, this is like my core of people I really do trust. The rest of the people I have some I trust, but I'm going to be mindful, right? And again, it can even happen with work. I've had that with my work when um, back in the day, I don't know if I've talked about, but I used to work at a university. I was there for 10 years. Didn't worry about a thing. I thought I'll stay here, probably retired. I had my private practice on the side. And then out of the blue, um, they decided to let go of the therapist and rearrange things. And I was like, wow, I didn't plan for this. And then it's kind of a long story, but because of circumstances, um, they ended up not giving me my severance pay. Um, due to some technicalities, I felt very betrayed at that point. And my circumstance was set up that I was able to go into private practice full time because I said to my, I said, you know, I don't really want to work for anybody if I don't have to right now because I felt like I couldn't trust, like they weren't communicating with me enough that I didn't know what was going to happen. And I didn't want to be surprised like that again. I know not everybody works for themselves and that's not always an option, but that's how I dealt with it. And I was, again, set up well enough that I could, since I started my private practice, I could go full time. But I remember that. I thought, I don't, you know, when they offered for me to come back, I said, I can't really trust you now because you weren't honest with me in the first place. So that's not a good environment for me. And I moved on. I was scared, but that's what was best for me. It's scary to move on from work environments, relationships that have been in your life for a long time. You know, uh, it's easier when you know how things are than to jump into something new. But you got to, again, my mantra, right, is you want to make decisions based on what's best for you, not how you feel. So I felt scared, but what was best for me was me to move on so I could create some trust and stability in my life regarding my career and not have to worry about, you know, whoever I'm working for saying, oh, we're going to let you go now. And it's hard. Most people work for companies, right? So I'm not saying to go leave your job. <laughs> And it is true that people can get laid off at any time and people are always replaceable. Um, I felt fortunate I could go work for myself, but um, but that was a betrayal. And it was so bad that people talked about that one for years. I would go back and teach a little bit and people I never even met heard about my story because people couldn't believe how poorly I was treated. So you never know. So I don't hold any resentment now. I'm grateful they did me a favor you know, by moving on and me having my practice and being able to, you know, expand my reach to people and be able to do my podcast with you guys. So luckily things worked out for me. It doesn't work that way for everybody. And I understand. So it's really hard. So if you've gone through that and then you went and worked somewhere else, you know, 
Is that betrayal getting in the way? Are you fully engaged in your job? Are you working with your manager the way you want to? Or are you kind of holding back because you're afraid of what might happen? So that you don't want to do, right? If you're in a situation, you want to be fully engaged and get the most out of it for yourself as well. Holding back isn't going to change how other people treat you. Holding back isn't going to change things that might happen. But it's about being mindful in the situation. When things come up, you know, don't just dismiss them. When people's behaviors change, take a moment and look. Say, I need to explore this a little more. I'm going to go ask some questions. You deserve to feel comfortable and safe in any situation you're in. Doesn't mean we're not going to get betrayed by someone again in our lives. But we want to be able to know how to handle it. We want to be mindful of bringing up things that don't seem okay. And know that I did the best to kind of figure things out and I moved on when I needed to. And I have that resilience and that strength within me. And I have those tools. I got my CBT tools that I'm going to rely on, right? And know that my negative feelings I'm having, to reframe that is because that's how much I care about others. I feel sad for others that have been betrayed in situations I've been involved in. We all need to be there for each other. You know, my negative feelings really show all the awesome things about me that it's okay to feel sad because it was really an important relationship and I feel sad that it's gone. I feel sad the community was affected. Um, I was frustrated with my old job because that meant a lot to me and I had a lot of friends there and I was sad that I had to leave. You know, all of your negative feelings, we're not here to alleviate them. We're just here to decrease them so they don't run your life and manage your life. So I would take some time and say, you know, have I been betrayed And if I have, is it still affecting me today? Let me start off with just doing a thought record and identifying what my hot thoughts are. Let me see if I really have any core beliefs about trusting others and how is that affecting my life going forward? And if it's still there and there's some residual effects, I'm going to work on those so that I can let that go and be fully present in my life, in my relationships, in my career, you know, as a parent, whatever it is that I'm doing, I don't want that to affect me today because you deserve better. And again, you don't want somebody else's behaviors to get in the way of you living your life fully. So as always, you want to have some self-compassion, give yourself some grace, get away from the self-blame if that's what you're doing, if you've been through betrayal and been betrayed by somebody. And start taking better care of yourself and identify what's going on. So I hope you got to start thinking. Sometimes, you know, I have lots of clients that are like, you know, I'm not sure why I keep repeating this pattern. I'm not sure what the problem is. And I just start asking lots of questions as I do. (laughs) And we can usually get to it. And, they, you know, a lot of times I'm like, wow, you know, I didn't even know that was still affecting me. I just wanted to think I was past that. But, yeah, let's, you know, delve into that a little bit and let's clean it up. And that's all we need to do sometimes. Just identify it and then we can work on it. Everything's easier said than done. I'm not trying to make it sound like it's easy, but it's maybe a place to get started if you're feeling stuck. And again, as always, find that support so you can have other people support you, especially at the beginning when you've first been betrayed and just dealing with all of the difficult feelings that come along with that and being able to identify your thoughts. So... Please pass this along to anyone that might find it helpful. As always, I appreciate you being here with me. 
You guys know how to find me. My website's at mycognitivebehavioraltherapy.com. You can find me on Instagram at my CBT podcast. Dr. Julie Osborne on Facebook. Please keep sharing your thoughts, your concerns, your questions. I love hearing your feedback. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate a review. Again, just trying to reach as many people as we can out there. And as always, make decisions based on what's best for you, not how you feel.